testimony, what He's done in our lives and what He continues to do. This morning, we're going to do something a little different. We're starting a new series uh, band. You can hop down. We're going to set up the stage and um, we're going to have a conversation with Pastor Vicky. And we're going to talk about why. Why we comply. And you think, oh, that sounds comply. That's like, you know. But it's really about doing what Jesus has asked us to do. You know, God has done so much in our lives and He doesn't want us to stop there. He wants us to keep growing and to keep going and to be changed and renewed and transformed. And, and that's Pastor Vicky's heart, is to see all of us transformed in our walk with Jesus. So why don't you invite Pastor Vicky to the stage this morning as we have a conversation with her. Woohoo! Oh, can someone hand Pastor Vicky a microphone, please? That would be wonderful. Thanks, Brendan. Oh, we're just going to sit and have a chat. So if you've been around for any length of time, and, or if you're new here this morning, I just want to let you know that one of the things that our pastor does best is to pull you aside and have a lovely little chat. <laughs> and uh, it's been my privilege to have known Pastor Vicky before she was a pastor, a long, long time ago. My my mum and, and Vicky have been friends since before I was born. And so I've had the privilege of watching Pastor Vicky become a Christian, walk with Jesus, be transformed and see her heart for people. Pastor Vicky loves the Bible and loves to do what it says, even when it's challenging. Very true. Even, especially, especially when, it's when it's challenging. challenging. How fun. And... <laughs> oh, all the joys. And, and if you have had that privilege of having a wonderful chat with Pastor Vicky, you would know <laughs> that she would empathise with you. Good or bad I know, right I'm now. sorry, I'm not meaning it to sound <laughs> terrible. Oh, really? Nice, really. <laughs> Do you, Pastor Vicky will empathise with you, hear you out, encourage you. And then ever so gently remind you about what the Bible says and encourage you to go forward just as Jesus would have done. And so over the next couple of weeks, we're going to explore that passion, explore that why as, as we chat, because that's what Pastor Vicky does best, relationship is so important. That's what discipleship is, isn't it? Right. It's living and growing right. together and through conversation. That's why things like dinner party yep. are so important because amazing things happen in conversation. That's right. So uh, we're going we're gonna to do that today, aren't we, Pastor Vicky? We, we certainly have are. A chat. We certainly are. <laughs> and hopefully we catch something oh, out I of it. Oh, I think we will. I think we will. If, if you're taking notes this morning, I expect they'll be all over the place. <laughs> And isn't that wonderful? Because sometimes it's just that little seed, just mm -hmm. that little, that, that, that verse that transforms mm -hmm. us or that comment or just hearing that truth again That's that right. renews our mind That's and sets, right. us, sets us straight again. So 
So why don't you start off by telling us what you love most about mm. the Bible? I, as, as you said, my greatest passion really is to see lives transformed. And that's the great thing about the Bible. It, it's, it's a book that literally can transform us. It transforms us because it is all about Jesus, our Lord. Yes. And if we follow his examples, that will transform us. And there's power in the very words. Yeah. Um, The Bible is really a book that everything in it points to Jesus. That's right. Yeah. So everything that we learn in the Bible is really there to point us to Jesus. So when, when, we, have, when we have a title like, Why Comply? <laughs> and, you know, I mean, who likes rules? Honestly. Uh, some, people, some people love them and some people go out of their way yeah. to buck the system, whatever it is. True. <laughs> And we'll, and we'll have a mix of people here. Oh, well, I'm a mix. Yeah. I, I, you know, from personal experience, it's hard hearing the truth, but then you're like, okay, I'd rather hear yeah. the truth than yeah. be stuck. Yeah. And I want to, I want to do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> Get there eventually. So it's, it, so it's all kinds of, yeah. of people. But right. the Bible does have a lot in it that teaches us how to live. Yeah, that's right. It teaches us how to be, how to think, how to behave, how to, how yeah. to just how to be in this mm. earth. But it's yeah. there for a purpose. Yeah. And it's, it, it is there to shape and mould us, absolutely. Right. And it That's does right. do that. Yeah. And in doing that, who knows that when you've been a little way in that journey, as it begins to shape you, you actually feel better about you? Yes. Even though it can be really tricky. Even times. though it can be really yeah. tricky? Yeah. It no. actually helps. So, so it actually builds you and it builds your self-esteem. That's right. Along with it. Oh, totally. But the, the main reason it's there is because our behaviour, our actions, our words, our thoughts mm. actually point others to Jesus. Yeah. So it points, it, it helps us and yes. it points us to Jesus as we learn to do, do what the Bible's asking of us or yes. suggesting to us, <laughs> yes. I say. Yeah. Um, but overall... It's pointing others towards Jesus. That's right. And so, you know, my great passion is that people live the best life that they can live. And, you know, we can come to church every single Sunday and we can worship God, but we don't get changed. Changed, that's right. Because there's actually some work that we have to do and we need to take that on board. And we're taking it on board not just for us, as I said, but we're taking right. it on board because there's a world out there that yeah. is lost and we have a message That's right. that the world needs to hear. Oh, we do. But if that message is couched in a way that is not palatable for people, then they're not going to hear the message. So it's really important how we act, mm. how we speak, how we behave in the day-to-day. And that's not easy. I... I, I I know that's easy to say. I know it's not as easy to do. And we'll never do. do it perfectly. No, and we'll never, never do, it do it perfectly. perfectly. And I'm yeah. not perfect at it either. You know, but we can improve all the time and we can right. become aware of what we need to do. And, right. and I just think that particularly in this day and age, there's a world out there that is hurting. Yeah. 
There's a world out there that's in all sorts of trouble. It's a strange place, that it's world out there. It's a strange place, moment, right? especially really at the is. moment. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a message that we can carry to a hurting world. We do, yeah. But if we're not palatable to that mm. world, then the world's not going to hear it. Mm. And so more than ever, I feel like this is a time where we as Christians want to rise up and do all that we can. We've, we've been told to go into all the world and make, make disciples. disciples. That's right. Matthew 28. Yeah. Absolutely. But we do that through relationship. We do that and people see who we are. They see our character. Yeah. They see the way that we act, the way that we behave, we behave towards yeah. one another. How we handle our mistakes. How we handle our mistakes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How we handle the really hard, hard times. Things. Yes. When things, you know, when things go completely wrong and there doesn't seem to be any hope and yet we still seem to have hope. hope. Yeah. Why do we still have hope? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you we know, still have joy? Why, why do we still we... have joy? Keep trusting. Exactly. I'm so reminded um, in the 90s, some of you probably remember there was that song, What Would Jesus Do? And then there was the wristbands. I remember Kirsty had one, her and her friend had one. They were older than me and really cool. And And they made up silly sayings about, you know, what what those letters would represent. But... It's true. What would Jesus do? Absolutely. Right now. And how can, how can I be obedient to God? And it's a brilliant question to ask yourself. Yeah. I, know, I know that was a very popular saying at one yeah. point. But, but honestly, good. to live your life that way, to, yeah. to go into any situation and to, and to think to yourself, what would Jesus, Jesus do, do right now? Okay. What would he yeah. do? What would he say? How would he act in this situation? Is mm. powerful because... It, it transforms what you might do in a given moment. Yes. And that speaks volumes to others. It does. Which is the whole point. Yes. We're trying to win yes. the world. That's right. We're trying you know? to bring heaven to earth. Absolutely. Yeah, do we don't want part. Christians behaving badly. We want, <laughs> we, want, we want the world to look at Christians and say they are... It's a bumper sticker right ...a there. brilliant <laughs> group of people yeah. who just seem to... Not always have everything together, together. But, but, but who are good and kind and thoughtful and, yeah. you know, and hopeful and um, all those Act, kinds. Acting of... real love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, talking, about, talking about love, you know, how we respond um, is important. Yeah. You know, I've often come to you when, um, you know, struggling when someone has, I don't know, behaved in a situation in an unexpected way or responded in a way I hadn't anticipated and you're really impacted and you've, you've gone, okay, well, you've redirected my thoughts and feelings by asking me to think about uh, what that person's going through, thinking from their perspective and then choosing to love them yep. no matter what. Yep. So it's often you referred to loving others despite what you see. Yep. So tell yep. us a bit more about that, that love. Um, I mean, there's two points that you've made yeah. there. One, one is um, looking at something from somebody else's perspective, perspective. is actually powerful. Yes. When, when you're in any given situation, and particularly when you're, you're, you're angry or you're rolled or up motive. for some reason or, or you're hurt. All feelings are right hurt. there. Yeah. 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 Those feelings are, are heightened. If you can switch that around, get your eyes off yourself for a minute, mm-hmm. which is what it's Jesus hard. wants us to do. It's hard. It is yeah. hard. Yeah. But if you can do it and try and look 
at things from the other person's perspective and think about what their day's been like or what their life is like or what might have led them to behave that, that way, way that, yeah. in that moment or... or That's right. What it, it, it actually... It helps you... Yeah. Um, perhaps act in a slightly different way than, than right. you would have, than, yes. you, than you may have, because you have a little bit more empathy and understanding for where somebody else is coming from. Very because true. we've all had bad days and sometimes oh, yes. we really regret the things we do or say. Yes. But, but they're coming from a place. And if yeah. we can have somebody that can understand that, isn't that what Jesus does? Yes. Absolutely. You You think about the disciples, how different they were and how he accepted each one of them for how how they were in that moment. That's right. Yeah. Doesn't always expect everything to be perfect. No. And people don't always behave perfectly. But but we can, towards them, act in a way that is loving and gracious and kind if we can yeah. if we can see from their perspective and not just be so so focused on our own perspective. And look, right. as human beings, I'm coming to the love bit. You come to the love bit. We're getting there. I'm keeping as, it on track. As human beings, um, let's be honest. We mostly think of ourselves before anybody else. You know. Yeah, I've I mean, got a nine-year-old. I yeah. <laughs> we do. It's all. It's all about us. And yet, and yet, Jesus' eyes were always on everyone else. That's right. And and the Bible is is really trying to get us to look out for others. Yeah. Look to others and draw others to Jesus. Yeah. So it's really others first. But you know, let's be honest. In this walk in life, we're probably never going to have it right. Right. No. <laughs> because. No. As human beings, as I said, we we we're all about ourselves. Um, so so it's a it's an ongoing battle. But mm. you know, I mean, the Bible says God is love. Yes. Which is great. Okay, God is love. Ooh. <laughs> what what's what does that love? Mean? Because yeah. you know, a long time ago, I learnt the difference between love and like. Yes, I've heard you say this before. Yeah. There's a difference. There is a difference. Yes. Because one day I was in church and I was worshipping. This is, this is a long time back. Yeah. And, and I thought, I'm supposed to love everybody? Yeah. I don't even like everybody. But, yeah. <laughs> so how are you supposed to love everybody? But, yeah, how? I mean, who likes everybody? Come on, seriously. I don't think anyone's... No, if none of us... If we're truly honest. If we're truly honest, like no. everybody. No, we don't have the same interests. We don't no. have the same background. Like, how are we? No. So, how are we supposed, supposed to love everybody? Everyone? Yeah. But turn that around for a minute from mm. the other perspective. Mm. Does everybody like you? <laughs> I heard a Delusional. yes. Delusional. <laughs> I heard a yes. <laughs> Truth is, no. No. Not everybody no. likes us. If no. you spend your whole life trying to get everybody to like you, that's another whole. Oh, that's yeah. another whole story. That, that, not everybody. That's for next week. That's right. That's right. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that next week. Not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody likes me. That's okay. That's okay. I can accept that. You need to accept that. You don't like everybody. Not everybody likes you. But we are called to love everybody. God is love. Mm. Well, how do you do that? And then I realised 1 Corinthians 13... And we all know that chapter is the love chapter. And it's read out mostly at weddings. You hear yes, it, you hear yes. It the most. We caved and did it at our wedding yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, um, love is patient. Shit. Yeah. Love is kind. Mm. 
love doesn't behave rudely. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just stop on those for a minute. Yeah. So it's giving, it's giving an example there of what love is, what love looks like. How do I love others? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm patient when I don't want to be patient. Yeah. I'm kind when I want to be unkind because somebody could be unkind to you. Yeah. But our response should be, be one of kindness. Yes. Not one that is unkind. Right. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't behave rudely. I mean, mm-hmm. who's behaved rudely at times? Oh, I mean, look. you know, I've, I've, look, if we're honest, every hand's got to go up, <laughs> mine, mine included. But, you know, and, and then it goes on to say, I can't well, remember the other. It's not um, proud. It's it not doesn't proud. dishonour others. Not That's self-seeking. Right. Not easily angered. That's keeps right. no record not of wrongs. Easily, keeps no record of wrongs. <gasps> Woo. Woo. That's forgiveness. That's, That's, That's for next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's the example right there of how to love. Yeah. So we can love people. Yeah. Even if we don't like them. Mm. We don't have to like their behaviour. We don't have to like, you know, some of their motives. We don't yeah. have to like everything. We don't have to like the way they look, the way they yeah. dress. You know, there's, yeah. there's lots of things not to like. Yeah. But we can lo- But showing love is a completely different thing. Yes. Being kind, being thoughtful, being yeah. gracious, being, um, uh, being patient. All yeah. of those things are showing love towards other people. That's right. And that's indeed what... Jesus showed, showed us. shows for us. Yes, because yeah, if God exactly. is love, then you can replace that love is. You can say, God is patient. God that's is right. kind. That's right. And you go, oh, gosh, that's a lot of responsibility on me. Yeah. But we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And so we, all we have to do is call on God and yeah. say, okay, I need yeah. help right yeah. now. I need you right yeah. now. And we can remember this. that the reason that we're doing that is because we are pointing yeah. others to Jesus. Jesus. So if somebody's coming yeah. at us with some sort of nasty comments mm. and got us all riled up and we want to give a mouthful back, and perhaps we have in the past. Yeah, it's all right. We Even. want to think, yep. number one, where's that coming from yes. for them? Turn it where's around. It why why it, is that yeah. happening to them rather than just reacting? Yes. The second thing is... If we want to point them to Jesus, which is what we should be doing as Christians, pointing everybody towards Jesus in what we do every day, then we want to act in a manner that's going to point them towards Jesus and not go, well, those Christians, they don't even live what they say. Yeah, they practice what they preach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's not just people who we find difficult, is no, it? It's right. the people around us all the time that's who right. we love the most. Yeah. It can be hardest sometimes. <laughs> not not anyone in this room. No, oh, no. No. No, you're all no. Oh. I'm still on. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my husband's on sound. That's that's the problem. This is, <laughs> if he doesn't like what we say. He doesn't we like can... what we say. I love you, babe. Okay, so we've talked a lot about how we respond to others so far. But how do we respond when our life or things don't go to plan for us? You know, like, how do we handle those unexpected challenges that want to seem to derail us? We can't control it. Can no, we? we can't control it. No. No, no. And sometimes sometimes life gets... Compl- oh, Completely out of control. I was actually having a conversation with somebody um, Friday, and uh, and they were telling me all about how 
difficult life is at the moment with COVID mm. and how it's affected their business and yeah, how right. they might even lose their home and how Gosh. they've had to have less staff and it just went on and on and on and on and on. And it's, it's, it's a difficult situation. Oh, for sure. But they also went on to say that they have no hope, that they've lost hope. Oh, wow. And when, That's, yes. when he said that to me, yeah. I thought, oh, dear, that's not, that's not good. No. Because hope, having hope in any situation is everything, is what keeps us afloat. Yes. And God is the God of hope. That's right. There's always something we can find to be grateful for. Yeah. Having an so attitude, our, our attitude, attitude is, of gratitude, an attitude <laughs> of gratitude. Our attitude is absolutely everything. Yes. If if we allow our attitude to slip, we actually we really struggle. We do because yeah. our attitude holds us up really. Yeah. So we have to find a place of having an attitude that maintains everything else. Yes. Because. This guy had lost his hope. His attitude was terrible. It's very difficult when somebody's coming at you telling you everything that's wrong and yeah. they don't want to hear anything from you no. about... It's a big whinge session. It's a big whinge session. Yeah. And there's very, there's very little you can do even listening to somebody about mm. that because you can, you can annoy them more by trying to point them to... to, to, to something to be yeah yeah, exactly yeah yeah. like well if you could just change your attitude yeah it's (laughs) Um, hard it is really hard and that's why it's really important for us I mean we can pray for those people and and I I certainly went away useless yes and this person's a Christian as well okay not anybody in here just in case you start (laughs) thinking um but but at the end of the day, we are responsible for our attitude. And the Bible That's does right. talk about renewing our mind. Yes, it does. And, and yeah. how important it is, our thoughts, yeah. our day-to-day thoughts. Yeah, that's Romans and 12, verse yeah. 2. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that's imperative to us to maintain that, that positive attitude. And mm. a, a, despite the circumstances, being able to, being able to be buoyant, even in difficult situations, mm. is yeah. what keeps you going. Yeah, that's Because right. there will be something on the other side, but you've yes. got to get to the other side. Yes. And if you don't have that attitude in the situation, you're going to get stuck in the situation and you may not make it to the yeah. other side. I was thinking, uh, we often read the Psalms and you see this, there's one psalm where David is lamenting. He's going off about how miserable he is. God, why have you forsaken me? Yep. My enemies yep. surround me. Yep. And then the next psalm, it's like, but God, you are my God and I will worship you and That's I right. trust you and exactly. you will deliver me. And you see this, this moment where David has obviously decided, no, I know God's with me in my misery. Mm-hmm. Like he's always going to be with me, but... I'm going to choose to trust him and I know he's going to come through. That's right. So it's often when we shift that attitude, we make that decision, God moves with that, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that's absolutely right because there's nothing wrong with going through those feelings of feeling hopeless and feeling like everything's gone wrong and where do I go from here? We all experience that at various times. But we have to shift ourselves from there. We can't stay there or we'll die in that place. Yes. 
So yes. we have to then find, as you say, say, the things to be just like in the psalm. We've got to say, well, okay. what, what do I have right now? Yes. What, what what do I know? Yes. You know, that's really important what in a situation. Know? What yeah. do I know? Yeah. Okay, I know that, that God is still on the throne. Yes. I know that God is faithful. Yes. I know that last time I went through something, God was there for me. Yeah. So you remind yourselves of things that yeah. have happened. Yeah. You can always find things always if you find look. Something. So yeah. you've got to go back to that place yeah. of, of finding the, the things to be grateful for, for and the things yeah. to look forward to, to shift yourself out of the situation. And that's where you find the joy. Absolutely. Isn't it? When that kicks in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, if, if you've been in that place and, and when you've reminded yourself of, yep. of the goodness of God in your life, yep. that's when the joy kicks in. Because yep. happiness... Joy and happiness two are different two completely things. different things. Yes. Exactly. Joy, as you're saying, joy comes, comes from within and it yes. comes from a knowing and it comes from that place where God is. Yes. Happiness relies on something happening to, to you. you. Yeah. So you can't live in that place all the happy, time. You know, you're happy when somebody gives you a beautiful gift. Yeah. Something happened to, to you. you. Yeah. You're happy when you get a pay rise. Something happened to you. Mm. You're happy when somebody smiles at you and says you're looking good today. Something <laughs> happened to you. Yes. But that's relying on something happening. Mm. Joy is much deeper yes. than that. Yes. True joy. True and joy. it doesn't necessarily mean dancing around the room and, you know, I'm happy, happy, happy. Yeah. It, it means that somewhere in, inside, deep inside, in your spirit, yes. there's this peace and knowing that God is still on the throne, that he yeah. is still for me, that he works things together for good, that he's yes. worked for me before, that he can do it again. It's that, it's that hope alive yes. on the inside. Yes, and we know we've grown don't we? Absolutely. When we can come to that place. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in some circumstances, though, it really is hard to stay full of faith, isn't it? And I think of James chapter 1, verse 12, and it says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance. So how do we live in that freedom? How do we keep growing and how do we keep going? How important is it not to quit? (laughs) (laughs) It's everything. It's everything. Not to quit. You know, one of the biggest things about not quitting is turning up. Yes. You know, coming to church. Yes. Turning up at dinner parties turning up at prayer meetings, turning up to meet with your, your friends who want to look after you. Yes. Turning up is everything. Yes. If you hide yourself away, the chances of making it are slim. Yes. Because the world will get you, yeah. ideas will get you, people will get to you. You've got to turn up and you have to make a decision. And there'll be many people sitting in this room that have been through really mm. difficult times. And I know some of Absolutely. you right now, I can think of conversations that I've, that I've had with you over time where you've gone through a really, really difficult period. And yes. the last thing you feel like doing is turning up. Oh, yeah. And we've all been like yeah, that. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been in a place where we just... We just want to stay home and hide. We don't want to talk to anybody. We don't want to be told one more time, yeah. find the joy, find <laughs> the place, make peace. Finally, God's I had good, a gun right you know, now, yeah. <laughs> Pray again. We don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. It's righty, righty, rah. We've done all that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I don't want to hear 
that's the time when you should turn up. Yeah, yeah. That is the time when you definitely should turn up. Yeah, yeah. So you have to make a decision somewhere yeah. that I'm going to continue to turn up yeah. no matter what. Yes. And making yourself accountable to somebody That's is right. another brilliant thing. I know years and years ago, I did that with Liz. Mm. And I said, to, not, a, not so much about turning up, because I had to turn up, I was the pastor, but, <laughs> <laughs> but slightly different story, but on a number of other things. But yes. you can make yourself accountable to people. You can say, yes. listen, if you see me not turning up, yeah. you see me, yes. you know, not, not involving myself yeah. in things. Yeah. You see me going in a direction that, that you know is not good for me. Yeah. Come and tell me. Come yes. and say, hey, what are you doing? Come. Yeah. What are you doing? Where were you yeah. today? Should have yeah. been in church. Yeah. What's happening? Tell me what's going on. Yes. I mean, with love. With like, love. It, obviously. Yes. From a loving place. Absolutely. From a loving place. Yes. But it's, it's a brilliant thing to do. At the time, sometimes you want to... <laughs> Yeah. You just want to say, go away and yeah. Yeah. Leave, me leave me alone. I don't want to turn up. Yes. But it's actually helpful yeah. in the long run. Yeah. It's a decision we make. And don't forget that we make these decisions yeah. because everything that we do is pointing others to, to Jesus. Jesus. It's right. leading us to him, which is leading others to him. And that's what he's all about. Yes, that's right. Healing a, a hurt world, yes. leading people to him. Yeah. And that happens in the everyday things. It happens in the everyday. Yeah, people are watching us. So we keep trying and trying, and sometimes this is, this is the last thing. Even though we're not quitting, we can get stuck, can't yep. we? We yep. can get stuck in a place. And I know one of your favourite sayings is, nothing changes if nothing changes. That's right. That's one of your favourite sayings. It is. I'm always saying, if nothing, <laughs> yeah. if nothing changes, changes, nothing changes. And any of you that have been around a while would know, would have heard me say that numbers of times. Because um, doing the same things over and over and over and expecting different results doesn't work. Oh. If it's not working, you've got to change something. something. It's the definition of insanity, right? Exactly. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So sometimes we get to that place of being stuck and we've got to have a look at where we are, what we're doing and what we can change. And sometimes change is overwhelming because it feels like when we're in a given space yes. that so much has to change, it's overwhelming yeah. to deal with. And well, so we true. do nothing. Yes. What I we've got to do... Yeah, it's true. And we've, we're all, we all get like that oh, because... Yeah. Often when one thing has to change, a whole lot does have to change. Yes. And it can True. be hard work. Yes. So the, it, it's, it's like the definition of, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> um, what we've got to do in that situation is look at one thing. One thing. Just mm. one small tweak that we mm. can make that will set us on the right path yeah. and do that first. That's when, right. when that's done, and that might take, weeks, it might take months, hmm. then we move to another thing. Yes. But we break it down because if we try yes. to do everything at once, it, it's just way too do much it. and we lose it Yes. and then we do nothing. Do and don't forget, I'm drawing you back again to the yes. fact that we're doing this because. because Jesus has asked us to make disciples. That's right. Who we are in this world, how we present ourselves, how we live in this world, how, how we cope ourselves is everything because others are watching yes 
They are. They are. They are. Every day we're yeah. being watched and we're being judged. Yes. Like it or not. Yes. People are making judgments. Making calls on, on they you are. and how you behave. Absolutely. I don't know for all of you, but for me, I want my life to speak volumes. Mm. Mm. And found myself yeah. getting too <laughs> Because... I want to get to the end of my life mm. and, and I want to hear, well done, good, good and, and faithful servant. Yeah. I want to be somebody that is known to be, to have, to have drawn many people to Jesus yes. because of who I have been able to be through him in this yeah, world. How you've represented yeah, him. Yeah, how I've represented yeah. him. Yeah. It's so important for all of us. That's right. And so I think it's really easy sometimes to... To not think about how important that is because it means work for every one of us. And yes. it's like, well, the pastors can do it or the leaders can do it and I don't have to do anything. No, yes. it's called every single one, one of us, us to make yeah. disciples. Every single person is a representative of Jesus when we walk out That's of this right. door. That's right. And people are watching. They are. They are. are they, is heaven going to be their home or is hell? Yeah. That's, I don't want to be responsible for, for, that. For, yeah. for that. Yes. I want to be responsible for bringing as many people with me Along as with I you. can, which mm. is what he's asked us to so do don't. and what the Bible is all about. And it's why, why all those messages are in there about um, helping us to be all that we can yeah. be. Yeah. It's yeah. helping us to draw others to him. Yeah. I love that saying, you know, when... when Jesus saved you, he had someone else in yeah. mind. Yeah. And you get to that point... Um, where you go, okay, God loves me too much to let me stay the same. Yeah. And it's not just for me, it's That's for right. someone else That's right. as well. But again, because we're so about us, us. Yeah. It's, it's a hard, it's it's a hard, hard thing hard to one. get. It is, but we need to. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate about yeah. that being yeah. our goal, that yeah. we really get this. Yeah. As, as Christians worldwide, that we really get and understand the important role that we play. Yes, absolutely. That's mm. beautiful. Why don't we thank Pastor Vicky for those words of incredible wisdom this morning. Thank you so much. Hey, before I head, uh, hand back to Brendan, why don't we just bow our heads and pray this morning. God, we thank you for this incredible time together. Lord, we trust you that those those words, those seeds take, take root in our hearts this morning. God, that whatever we have needed from this morning, we trust You that we have heard it. God, we thank You that it has bypassed our brains and gone straight to our hearts, straight to our spirit. And we trust You and we believe in You that as, as those seeds start to grow, God, we will grow, that You will transform us from glory to glory. We thank You, God, that nothing, Nothing is too impossible for you. Lord, we trust you this morning. We trust you. We thank you, God, that as you transform us into your likeness, God, we are shining your light. We thank you that our lives speak volumes to others and people are attracted to you. They want to know more about you. So Father, thank you this morning. We trust you with all of that. And we thank You for the obedience of Pastor Vicky and the life and the example that she sets for us here, not perfect, but always setting her heart 
and her mind on You, always checking herself with You, God. And we thank You for this incredible, incredible spiritual guide that we have. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Fantastic. Why don't you think that you guys can be seated? I'm just going to wrap up the service. Why don't you give them a hand? Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Pastor Vicky. Uh, I do just want to finish um, by giving you an opportunity to set your heart straight with God because we've talked a lot about behavior this morning. Uh, and it's very easy when you hear a lot about how to behave yourself uh, to measure yourself to that and remember and think like, well, I don't meet that standard and be discouraged by that. But in actual fact, none of us meet God's glorious standard. That's why He came and died on the cross, so that we might be forgiven and set free. And it's, so the heart, it's actually a change of heart that happens before you have a change of behavior, and He wants us to have a change of heart. We live in a world where lots of things are based on merit. You know, you get a degree based on merit, you get a job promotion based on merit. And so... That's something that we understand inherently, but the the other side of that is like marriage. You know, it's like ten years ago I met Kirsty and I gave her and I'd, I'd met you before, but when we got married, you know, I gave her a cookbook and I was like, "There's some recipes in here and it's the rules of how to cook." And I said, "If you follow all those rules perfectly." in all your cooking. I thought the Bible was a book of rules before I gave my heart to Christ. So I just said to Kirsty, if you follow all the rules perfectly after 10 years, then I'll accept you. Right? (laughs) Marriage is the image of our relationship with Christ, not getting a university degree or getting a promotion. We don't earn God's favour. We don't earn His forgiveness. We don't earn by our behaviour the right to come into relationship with Him, just like it would be ridiculous to give your partner a, a book of rules and say, I'll accept you if you follow this correctly for 10 years, right? He loves us and He accepts us, not because we're good enough for Him, precisely because we're not good enough for Him and He gave His life so that we could be connected with Him. So I would like for you to just close your eyes. If you're online, close your eyes. And I'm going to pray a prayer over you to welcome Jesus into your heart. And if you're praying this in earnest, maybe for the first time, or you're wanting to return to God this morning, then I would love for you to just come and speak to me, Carmen or Pastor Vicky after the service, and we'll pray with you again. If you're online, there's going to be a raise hand button in the chat. You can, our chat host will pray with you there. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, for those of us who don't know you or feel far away from you, I pray right now for an infilling of your Holy Spirit. As we open up our hearts to you, as we let you in, as we accept you and what you did on the cross, as we put our trust in you to know that we are set free, we are forgiven, we are made right, regardless of what we've done in the past. We turn from our sin, we come to you and we trust that you are making us right. 
And we ask, Father, that as we welcome you into our hearts, that you would cause a heart change. That heart change is what would lead to a change in behaviour, not because we're trying to do what we're supposed to do, but because you have actually transformed us from the inside out. So we welcome you into our hearts this morning, Jesus. And we pray, form us into the image of the living God here on earth. In Jesus' name.